2: Play this because my husband is on the line, and, I and every time so I hear she says it, coyly, <laughs> my I think, think about it.
3: <laughs>
2: But on the line, we have Dave Schrader from oh. <laughs> the Holzer Files, which is going them. to be airing tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. 9 Central on Travel Channel. Yes, how are you doing, Dave?
4: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today.
2: Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I had to go through a lot of hoops to get you on. Well,
4: uh, I'm kind of a busy guy, and my my person that usually handles these interviews wasn't available because she's uh, helping to host a radio show this morning. So uh, I'm (laughs) glad you were finally able to get through to me. Yeah.
5: (laughs) I know, right? She knows a person who knows a person.
2: Oh, I tell (laughs) you, we we have so much going on right now. But we always make time to watch the Holzer Files, which I have... It's set on my DVR, so I can go over there and watch it. Now, tonight's episode is the Whaley House, which is... Now, Hans Holzer coined it the most haunted house in America. Is that correct?
4: Right. When he visited back in 1965, he actually uh, investigated the place and had um, Regis Philbin with him. And uh, who is reporting it for the news and Regis was so impacted and freaked out by it. He actually did an episode of that, like celebrity ghost sightings a couple of years back, talking about it and went back with one of, uh, I can't remember her name right now, Kim Russo, I think, to do, you know, kind of face that fear and and talk about his his experience. But the Whaley House is really a remarkable place with with great history and um, so much strange activity going on in the place from, you know, things moving to full-on apparitions. We we actually spoke to a police officer uh, who came in while we were filming and talked to us about the fact that he had been there visiting with his wife and saw a woman, addressed her, talked to her, and then she just dissipated in front Eek! <laughs> of him. And it absolutely freaked him out. I mean, he was a cop, and he was visibly shaken yeah. as he was recounting the story to me. So there's so much There's so much activity that that takes place there in many different forms. So it was really, it was exciting to go in there. Uh, Hans did his investigation in 1965. So, you know, to be back in 53, 54 years later and realize that there's still so much story to be told was pretty remarkable. Um, Most people assume the place is haunted by the Whaley family themselves, but we actually uncovered handwritten letters between the Whaley's that they were dealing with a haunting that took place at that location. Something dark and and uh, bizarre was going on, and, and Hans Holzer encountered it again 100 years later when he investigated, and we wanted to get to the bottom of that, and in 13 years of actual investigations, I've never been physically contacted by a spirit, I would say. I've seen things, I've heard things, but in this episode, I legitimately get knocked on my ass. Uh, something chucks me right into our our uh, uh, tech, Shane, and pins him to the wall, and I hit the ground like a load of bricks. It was one of the most frightening moments I've ever had to uh, experience yeah. during any type of investigation.
5: Are you afraid you're going to bring one with you wherever you go? Can't they? I mean, I've watched so many of these stupid horror movies. And <laughs> I'm like, it's like they, they've well, they lived through all of this stuff, and then they, you know, they, mm-hmm. they they move away, and it starts all over again. It's like, oh, my God.
4: Well, the, the attachments is something real, and I'm, I'm usually very cautious of that, but I, you know, I will tell you, and Cassie uh, was there one night. I do my radio show, Midnight in the Desert, from home, and we had my home studio set up in her bedroom to begin with, and uh, she would sit on the bed and work on Tom Bernard's show stuff while I was doing my radio show, and one night about 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm launching into the start of our third hour, and all of a sudden you hear the TV start blaring, and I, I mute my microphone. I go, what the hell? Which kid is up at one, one o'clock in the morning? So she went out there hightailing it to figure out what was going on. I hear the TV go off. And I go back in I'm talking on my radio show, And the TV starts blaring again. And then it goes off. A few minutes later, she comes in. And her jaw's is just like hanging open. And her eyes are as big as saucers. And I mute my microphone. I go, what's wrong? She goes, there's nobody out there. She goes, all the re- remotes were sitting on the table and the TV was on and the volume was going up by itself. And then she yeah. turned off the TV and it turned itself back on and then started pushing the volume all the way to the top again. She turned it off and then the DVD player, the door started opening and shutting on the DVD player over and over and over again. And so she you- finally got it calmed down, came into the, to the room again, and she's just telling me what happened. And then we heard this loud, Boom! And then all of our power went out. No other house in our town was affected uh, or in our neighborhood, I should say. But our power went out for the rest of the evening and uh, we were left kind of hanging. So I, we've had some weird experiences. So I'm usually I try to be as cautious as I can that whatever I'm investigating stays where it's supposed to be. But, you know, uh, unfortunately, we don't get the the handbook for the recently deceased when somebody dies to know how to keep their spirits grounded in one area or What happens if they follow you, they follow you. I I do my best to try to make sure that doesn't happen so it doesn't affect our family. I think you should
5: store barrels of holy water (laughs) so you can just, (laughs) like, jump in, jump out. Sprinkle, sprinkle around my house. A little sage, I don't know. I'd be doing everything.
2: Yeah, we've had some weird experiences happen. Now, whether it's stuff that was already existing where we're at, I don't know, or if it's something that came, you know, is attached to one of us. That I don't know because we've heard voices, talking, people walking around that nobody's there. Um,
3: Well,
4: right now we're is this the new house? No. Oh. No. Okay. This is the old. And here's the funny thing, Doug. Um, Was it two nights ago? Mm -hmm. I go over to the uh, old house because we're we're moving from the old house into the new house and doing it slowly. So most everybody's already over at the new house, but I've kept my studio at the old house. And I'm there, and I'm getting ready to fire up for the show, and I start hearing footsteps banging around. So I, I text Cassie. I'm like, are you here? Are you walking around doing stuff? If you are, keep it down. She goes, I'm not over there. I said, well, is Linus our son over there? She goes, no, he's downstairs sleeping. And I said, some, somebody's walking around in this damn house. And uh, I got out and walked around the house. I couldn't find anything. As soon as I got back in and shut my door, I could hear walking around. And at one point while I was talking to Cassie, there's a loud rap on the wall so I don't know if the ghosts there are just unhappy that we're moving, or they're thinking, "Hey, what are you waiting for? Get your sh- get out, out of here too." And you know, <laughs> so it's it's been very strange. We, in you know, as parents, you want to feel you're prepared for any kind of eventuality. You've got band-aids and back team for owies. You've got you know gentle head rubs for nightmares. But when your kid comes into the room and says, "I can't sleep. The man under my bed keeps laughing."
6: Swimming
5: you know, pool. There's of holy nothing water. in the
4: world that yeah, can prepare just... you for that.
6: Yeah. Water of holy water. Waterbed bed of holy water. water, of holy water. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the water. way to keep them away. <laughs> there you
5: go. I think that's brilliant. I would totally do that.
6: No, it's a brilliant idea.
3: I'm because s- nobody's thought of that. Does, well,
5: does that work? Holy water? <laughs> well, my my well, youngest
2: son Max said that he heard you mean laughing. You kid that's right yes. behind you? Yeah. Okay. That one. Um, he <laughs> said that he, he heard laughing under his bed and that kind of unnerved me and he also said that he saw shadow figures in his room. And I just try to explain to him, you know, try to alleviate the fear in him. I just said, look, th- if you see a shadow person, it doesn't mean that they're bad. They're probably just watching you and protecting you while you sleep. So that kind of helped him, kind of get back into, okay, maybe it's not evil or, I, you know, because I can understand from a little kid's perspective, yeah. like, what is that? But I just try and say, hey, maybe he's just maybe he's just watching you and protecting you while you sleep, so the bad things can't get you. He's like, oh, okay. Does that happen? Some theories say, because, I mean, you know, well, David, you can explain shadow people, can't you?
4: Uh, Well, I can give some theories on it, but, yeah, shadow people phenomena. A lot of people encounter these beings, and they're just just what it sounds like, a shadowy figure. And uh, I get most of the stories are really kind of spooky, because they come from people saying that they wake up and see them standing in their room or at the end of the bed, and they're looking at these shadow figures, and... What's really interesting, though, is it's like once they've realized they're there and they kind of get over that initial shock and awe, most people admit to rolling over and going back to sleep. So I I think then that means that these aren't very – it's probably not something intimidating or or evil. Maybe it's your guardian angels, your watchers, whatever, Uh, because theoretically, right, I mean, you're probably most vulnerable when you're sleeping. Maybe they're the ones that uh, keep an eye on things while you're in bed. Um, Otherwise, why would you really not have that fight-or-flight deal. Like if you wake up and Tom and Catherine, you wake up at night and there's Dave Schrader standing at the end of your bed, I'm willing to bet the two of you aren't going to go, huh, Schrader, and then roll over and go back to sleep. Uh, maybe no, you will. I don't know. Probably you guys have seen not. A lot like, no. But if you There be there'd be some F
5: words <laughs> flung around.
4: But if you see the right? sh- <laughs> <laughs> shadowy figure, you're gonna see it and then just kinda roll over. Obviously there's something different about those beings. And I don't I, I don't know what it is. I can't Uh, You know, wrap my head around it. We've been talking to people all around the world that have had these encounters and seen these weird things and there are shadow figures at the Whaley house. They're full-fledged apparitions. One of the things that didn't make the episode, which kind of broke my heart but I understand it doesn't really fit in with the rest of the narrative, at one point I was upstairs in the Whaley house in the theater area doing an EVP session that's recording electronic voice phenomena and uh, getting disembodied voices. And Cindy Keza, the medium, was downstairs in a different room, and and they have two cameras, one on me, one on her, and we're simultaneously doing what we're doing. And all of a sudden, she stops and she goes, "Ooh, there's a woman ghost here." And she does not; she's not happy. She says, "Dave's going to wake the baby if he keeps talking," and she couldn't hear me up there. But as I'm doing the EVP session and I'm asking, you know, is there anybody here? Are you mad that we're here? Anything like that? I play back my recorder. And I get this woman's sing-songy voice going, you're going to wake the baby. And I catch this voice on recorder right while she's being told that the ghost here is very upset. Dave's going to wake the baby. And that was, that gave me chills. Unfortunately, that's not the ghost we end up bumping into. That's really causing the problems and knocked me on my butt. So that ends up on the cutting room floor when you only have 42 minutes to tell a story some things get left out, and that's that's an unfortunate one. But it is uh, th- there was a lot going on in that place, and it's uh, tonight on on Travel Channel. I, and, and for any of the the listeners of the Tom Bernard show, you know, feel free to reach out to me at uh, at Darkness Radio on Twitter. We'll be live tweeting during the show tonight, and let us know what you think of the program. We'd love your uh, feedback and insight. The the show's been a lot of fun. We have after tonight seven more episodes coming up next week. Catherine talking about holy water. We end up having to call in a religious man because um, the episode is called the devil in Texas. We're following up on Hans Holzer's case that he investigated uh, where a a young man believed he was possessed and Hans Holzer kind of tried to help the family out as best he could. We revisit that case in the beginning of the show. And in the end of the show, we end up helping a new uh, family um, with what we learned from Hans Holzer's case. We go to a new family that's in dire needs and, a lot of strange things took place. And that one really impacted me because it was, it was a woman who was fighting for her life and her children's life. She was so terrified by what was going on. And I, you know, hopefully we were able to bring her some resolution and she's kept in touch with me after the show. So I can't give too much away about what's going on. But that, that episode really hit me in the heartstrings because to see this mom at the end of her rope, not knowing what to do with all the strange activity in her house uh, you know, all you can do is work and, and try to bring answers. So, but we do, we do have to call in the clergy next week to give us a hand because things get a little crazy.
5: What do they do? I mean, that is like, is just because they're, I mean, I don't understand how, like, if a priest can get rid of a ghost.
4: Well, you know, I'm priests and reverends and people that are imbued and imbibed with the, the power of God and, and kind of work through that, you know, basically they're kind of there to keep people on track and help and, and, you know, if they've got this power, they've been, uh, you know, you read throughout the Bible, there are some people that are just uh, allowed to cast out spirits and demons, and that's what the religious sect is supposed to be there to help with. But uh Reverend uh, Bill Bean that we work with on this episode, uh, you know, he brings some really interesting insights to us and and helps us with this woman. And... um you know, sometimes it doesn't work. That's why when you were saying, I'll oh, just have holy water, sometimes you and I, we go in there flinging holy water, we can really piss something off. And uh, Nothing's you know, it's ever like that old, easy. No, <laughs> no, it's like that old <laughs> Dracula thing, you know? Yeah. You, have have, you have to have faith in the cross for the cross to work against Dracula. If you're if you're a Jew and you're holding up the cross, Dracula rolls his eyes at you, right? It, it doesn't have that same impact. It's the belief system behind it. Yeah. And if you're flinging holy water around, I've had people contact me and they're like, well, I went out and got holy water and I sprinkled it in the room and things got worse. Well, are you Catholic? No. Are you really religious? No. Well, so what you did was basically just kind of show this thing, you know, your hand and that you have no faith or power behind anything that you're asking for it. And if it's trying to get your attention, maybe there's a reason. And and by flinging holy water at it, you're just pissing it off. So, you know, our whole job is to try to re-empower people that have experiences to let them know. Sometimes it it comes off terrifying, but you know, uh what you're hearing and understanding and and what's going on are two totally different things. Sometimes they just want your attention and once you acknowledge them. Like in one of our very first episodes, we did this house in New York, um where this ghost was very active until they found a portrait of her and hung it up in her in the house. As soon as they acknowledged her and kind of gave her a place of reverence in this house, she stopped the activity. That's but a your first episode, way, right? Right. And yep. then the, the, the house down the way started blowing up with activity. Well, it was a very similar story. And once we kind of go in there and acknowledged the ghost and uncovered the story, uh, you know, the activity settles down. So that's, you know, sometimes it's just in being recognized and reminded of who was once there and, and, you know, doing that. So it's, I wish it was like a cure all pill for all of these cases, but every case is its own individual story, and it's kind of getting to that to that story and treating it like a detective case is what I think we're we're very effective at and hopefully people will tune in for that aspect and The history is amazing uh The ghost hunt is almost secondary to me I'm so fascinated by what we learn of these locations and what took place there I, Last week, I got to stand in the Morris jumel mansion in New York that's where George Washington used it as a stronghold. During his uh, um, during the war, at one point, uh, you, you had Hamilton was there. Burr married Mrs. Jamel and lived in that house. So just so many amazing parts of history, and and I get to be part of it. It's a, a real honor.
5: So it sounds like you're you're better off doing the cowardly lion thing. I do believe in spooks. I do. <laughs> right. I, do I do. I do believe in spooks. We well, do have, <laughs> have
2: to take a break. Can you hang on for another segment? All right. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common?
7: Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems.
0: I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
7: Thanks, friend.
0: And you are? Real nice. (laughs) Chuck Nabla. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck (laughs) Nabla. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me. And it's not just me.
2: We still have Dave on the line. Oh, eh, wait, ah, stop. I know, that timer clock is my nemesis, I think. I, <laughs> <laughs> I
5: don't like it. It won't work for me. Okay, this seems to be the sweet spot. Oh,
2: a lot of working wheels today. Yes. Okay, so we were talking about holes or files. What is, else is going on with you, Dave? Where are you right now?
4: I'm in uh, Chicago. I'm going to be here for the uh, 2019 Ghost Conference this weekend. Um,
3: ghost Conference? Not at all
4: how it. Not at all how I envisioned my life as a child. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Spending weekends at ghost conferences, but it's a lot of fun. Um, if there's anybody listening in the Chicagoland area, or even from the great state of Minnesota that wants to make the trek, I know there's still tickets available. Uh, ChicagoHauntings.com is the website. ChicagoHauntings.com. And it's a pretty big conference. They've got a lot of great speakers that are going to be there. I'll be doing a talk on uh, Saturday in the afternoon. Uh, but tonight, I, you know, this is so cool, and I, I feel like such a nerd about it. You know, I've I've had a chance to travel the world, get to see places, meet people, talk at major venues, thousands of people. And I got invited back to my old high school tonight to do a talk for the students on ghosts.
5: Did you graduate? And uh, they
4: they sent me a picture of the uh, outside marquee with my name on in the light, so it was that's uh-huh. like the weirdest moment for me is that I feel like, wow, I'm, I made it. The high school wants me back. Wait, uh, your high
9: school has a marquee?
4: It does. We're kind of fancy in Illinois. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Oh,
3: wow. Yeah, well, yeah, you
4: know, you when you me? make it to the TV world, uh, they put in some extra effort for you out here, I guess.
9: I didn't guess. know you grew uh, up in
4: Hinsdale. Oh, hats <laughs> off to you. No. I'm, uh, I'm out there. Yeah, actually Roselle, Illinois at Lake Park high school. It's an open event tonight. It's a free open event. If anybody is interested in coming out Lake Park East campus in Illinois, if you're listening and uh, want to come out and say hi, but, uh, that was, that's kind of fun. So I'm, I'm doing that. And then just back home, hopefully, uh, after this weekend and, and finish moving in. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we start filming season two of the Holzer files in January, so we're just waiting to get the word back from the network and see if we're going to go forward.
5: What does one do at a ghost conference?
4: Uh, usually, uh, it's a lot of socializing and drinking and partying and talking oh. about ghosts. So it's a. Uh, Cassie's been to a bunch with me. She's uh, she turns from Cassie Schrader into Sammy Davis Jr. by the end of every night. Yeah. And she, <laughs> As she drinks, she de-evolves. Her her vision gets blurry, so she slowly closes one eye. Oh, I get that and, too. Uh, I get
3: that. Yeah, <laughs> gets, the half brain thing. Real, yeah, you
4: don't have to tell. Us. We, were,
9: we were there Sunday.
3: <laughs>
4: oh yeah, God, you saw the uh, Sammy Davis Jr. show up at the uh, at the wedding of, of Andy. But uh, yeah, so she she always has a good time, and we have we have great times. So but it's neat to meet all these people, and they bring in speakers from different countries and and all around the world. That get a chance to come in and kind of share thoughts and ideas with fans of all the TV shows and the, the paranormal radio programs like mine. Okay. And, and uh, we get to all be in one place and, and have this kind of brother and sisterhood going on. Is this
5: a one time a year thing or is it all over the country?
4: Well, th- There's different conferences that take place all over the country. Um, but I was going to mention Catherine, you brought up Sage.
3: Mm-hmm. I think
4: it was you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an investigation in Minnesota in Stillwater at the uh, place called the warden's house. And I uh, did an investigation there. We did a smudging afterward to help clear the the location. And for people that aren't familiar with smudge sticks and sage, it has a very pungent odor to it. Yes. And it almost smells like, like bad marijuana to me, Uh, which I know Doug is, uh, hard to believe there's something like bad marijuana out there, but it's a yeah, I've, I've I've
9: selling that
5: stuff, Mr. <laughs> bad geef. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: so I'm driving home, I end up having a sneezing fit, so I'm weaving on the road, and then uh, I, I correct, and all of a sudden the lights go on behind me. <laughs> Cop thinks I'm drunk driving because I'm weaving, <laughs> and I get pulled over. Oh, I'm God. not even, I'm like, oh, this, I'm going to explain. I sneezed. I'm sorry. And uh, so I, I get pulled over, I roll down my window, the cop leans down and he goes, Oh, been having fun tonight, huh? And I look around the car. I'm like, what does he know I'm a ghost hunter? What? I go, yeah, well I was, you know, I just did a ghost hunt over at the, the warden's house in Stillwater. And he goes, uh-huh. And he goes, did you do anything else? I'm like, no. And I said, Oh, because of the weaving, I said, I'm sorry. I had a sneeze attack and I apologize. And he goes, uh-huh. And then he goes, I understand why you were sneezing. You want to step out of the car? Oh jeez. I'm like and I'm again I'm totally baffled. I have no clue what he's thinking about. And as I start to get out of the car I'm like, Oh no, I smell like sage. I smell like smoke stick, right? And <laughs> I climb out of the car. So it's funny, all the other investigators go driving by as I'm walking the yellow line, uh... put my fingertips, you know they're all laughing in hysterics as I get pulled over. Well, so, they uh, could the cop... have pulled
5: over and said it's yeah. sage. Yeah. Oh no.
4: They, they all smelled like smudge stick too. They oh. weren't going to go down.
5: Oh,
3: that
4: and the fact that they all had Cheetos on their fingers and on their mouths. So they right wouldn't even look more. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the cop, cop laughed pretty hard. I actually then showed him my trunk with all of the, the tools and gear and holy water in it. And he got a laugh out of it. And I let him smell the smudge stick. And then he was like, all right, go ahead, get on your way. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just was laughing. At, he's like, How much did you smoke tonight? I didn't smoke anything, I swear. Uh, so you have to be careful when you're out there investigating at night using a smudge stick for uh, protection. It may protect you from the oogity boogity, but don't get caught by the cops. They're going to think you were getting high.
5: No. Sage advice, indeed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, edit. Sage uh, advice. I like that. Get it. Very nice. There you
2: go. Yeah, well, I. Um, <laughs> Going back to the Holzer Files, uh, because I've watched a lot of paranormal shows. I mean, there's a plethora of shows out there. One thing I love about the Holzer Files is that they, with the history and the background of the location, it gives a good narrative to the investigation itself. Now, a lot of these shows are more of just kind of the shock and awe of ghost investigating and... That's, like, just the minuscule part of being a paranormal investigator. You need to learn the history. You need to learn the background. Um, and sometimes you uncover things that were unbeknownst to other people that, you know, know about this location. I mean, sure. you, you've uncovered, like, new revelations, even at the Whaley House, because you had those letters that, um, that were from the Whaley saying that they were being haunted. Not everybody knows that, so it's like sure. to uncover all these like little. It's it's like a an investigate like a police investigation. Sure, you know yeah, you're it coming is. across right. these evidence and you you hear stories of oh this person had a similar experience than this person, but they had no ties to one another. And I find that so interesting. And I like Dave. I, I love the history part, but that's my favorite part of the show is watching the history. I'm
4: sorry, of- I I tuned out right after you said the one thing you love about the show. And then my name didn't come right after that.
5: Oh, well, yes. So, no. <laughs> <I> <laughs> oh, you know, have you gone a... Hollywood. Oh, huh? As seen on TV, Dave Schrader. <laughs> um... That's
4: right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's in the investigation and the research and the history and coming across these things. And Cindy Kazar mediums, really, really good. She comes in and like, I know the basics. I know the history that's out there. I know what Hans Holzer came up against and it's, it's interesting to watch her come in because she's blind. She has no clue where we're at or why we're there. And she just launches in on the baseline investigation to see what she can connect with. Mm-hmm. And my job is to sit there and take copious notes of everything she says. And I feel bad because she's like, uh, you know, Dave, does this make sense? That Do you know anything about this? And I'm like, no, I've never heard that. And it's in none of the notes. And you feel bad because like you're, you're rejecting what she's picking up on. And then the next day I go do an interview with this, you know, historic uh, society person and they tell me the story and they go, Hey, by the way, our medium was picking up on this. Does it make sense? And they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. As a matter of fact. And then she was spot on. She knew something. This guy wasn't even prepared to talk about. And it turns out to be an integral part of our story. And she's done that time and time again. And it's, it's just astounding to be around that. And then we'd kind of go on this, this chase find the information she pulled out, the information we knew, and see if we can marry them together in a cohesive way. We don't just we don't lick and stick and hope it's gonna make sense. If it doesn't make sense, we discard it. If if it connects, we're we're on it and trying to put this narrative together. And and it's it's really remarkable. We've got a great team. Shane Pittman, our tech, who who helps to orchestrate the experiments and does all the setup and, and evidence review and then Gabe Roth um, is our researcher. Gabe Roth's brother is Eli Roth, uh, the, the famous uh, producer, director, and behind many of the different horror movies. And, and um, Gabe is big in that field as well and has worked behind the scenes on, on TV and in movies. But he loves the paranormal and is so fascinated by this. And he gets to go through the files and find the stories that will allow us to come back in and reinvestigate. And that's been cool. And then Alexandra Holzer, the daughter of Hans Holzer, uh, you know, brought, uh, brought out this information and reopened these case files for us to, to go in. So it's been a real uh, treasure and we get to hear, and, and something we get to do is bring the past into the present. We get to play old video footage of her father investigating you you get to hear some of the old audio, which is chilling when she, when one of his mediums starts channeling and you hear these creepy, breathy voices coming out of her, uh, it's really freaky, but our listener and our viewers get to see these aspects of history—the original investigation tapes and videos, and the letters and and everything. So it's it it ties it together nicely, and I'm I'm pretty proud of what we put together.
2: Yeah, I and I think the production of of the show is done beautifully too. I mean, it's aesthetically, it's it's the visuals are great. I mean, it, it came together because you know I, you know. Having Dave go off and film and do that stuff, you know, I get little, he tells me little snippets, nothing, sure. you know, but just like what's going on and, you know, to see it all come together. I find that so interesting. I'm like, oh wow, this is what you were doing this whole time while you were gone, and just to kind of see it, and I'm very proud of him. You know, sure. I mean, it, it's hard because
5: you know that's a big deal getting a show.
2: Yeah, and and you know, and I and I also see behind the scenes of how hard he works, what he puts into it. You know, and all you everybody else just gets to see what's on TV.
5: Sure. So. Oh, and there's hours and hours of footage being shot that doesn't make it on.
2: Mm hmm. In the long hours, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and also he's, you know, putting everything he's got into his radio shows and everything. So I am very proud of you, honey.
4: Oh, thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate that. And I know I couldn't have done any of this without your guys' support. And, you know, a special thanks to Tom and and the family. All of you guys have been so great and supportive for allowing me to continue to uh, visit with you guys and share ghost stories and talk about the show. And it's, it's because people uh, like you let me into your lives uh, and onto your programs to do this, that they saw the relevance of having me as a part of this TV show. So I really do appreciate the love and support from uh, the Bernard family and, and uh, the program. So thank you guys so much for that.
9: Well, you know, people who need people are the <laughs> luckiest people in the
6: world. Hey, okay, Barbara. You've, you've
4: missed your calling. You've missed your call. You should really think about being a musician. <laughs> <laughs> Touche.
6: Yeah.
5: So now it's 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 great. We, I mean, it's all very interesting, and you guys are great people, so it's all good.
2: Yeah. Well, and if you're not even a believer in the paranormal, you can at least find the entertainment in it. You know what I mean? Because I'm a skeptical believer. Some of the things I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. But I'm just like, you know, and that and that makes it a a lot funner to just kinda you know, just watch. It's like if you know, if you don't believe in it, at least look at it as like it's a horror movie or something, you know, just for entertainment purposes. Um but uh yeah and you know, Dave has midnight in the desert Monday through Friday and that would be midnight to three AM Eastern, eleven to two AM Central. And then every weekend you can go to podcast one and find Beyond the Darkness. He Work and then he's got True Crime Tuesday on Tuesday, so he works eight days a week, literally. He, well, you got, 11 got, kids. Uh, you got, got a lot doing. of
4: mouths to help feed,
2: <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. I know it's you know, and I and I always you know, like right now, I couldn't go to Chicago with him because I have all the kids and yeah. we're moving, so I have them on task right now, moving stuff over to the new place, and but um. But yeah, Dave's... tell him to leave
4: the ghost. Which you tell him to just yeah. leave <laughs> don't with the old?
2: ghost. we don't, it don't need that it. problem. But no. um, yeah, so he's, sage incense. He's going to be in Chicago this weekend at the Chicago Paracon. I'm. Um, I wish I could. I've never been to that one. I go to the Michigan Paracon, and that's in August. That's where I go in August, and we have a great time. And it's fun to li- have the listeners come up to you and tell you their stories. Mm-hmm. And um, because a lot of people think they're crazy, and sometimes they just want to have a voice, have a voice, and to tell somebody without being judged sure. by an experience that they've had. And um, and Dave's really good at helping people give, give them that voice, so that you know, because like on uh, Beyond the Darkness, you can call. It, what what is the tagline for? Is it the Beyond the voice? We have our
4: Voices from Beyond voicemail, where you can call and tell us your stories, and we'll actually put them on our radio show. Uh, So if your listeners would like to call 651-300-4977, that's 651-300-4977, you can leave up to a three-minute story of something strange and unusual that happened, whether it's ghosts, angels, demons, Ouija board experiences, UFOs, Bigfoot, alien abductions, whatever you've got, we want to hear it. And if your story is longer than three minutes, just hang up and call back and keep Keep going with the story. We'll put it all together and air it on an upcoming show. Or just email me your stories. If you want to do that, you can email them at dave at darknessradio.com, and we read those stories every Saturday on our show. We'll share uh, share a bunch of the different uh, personal encounters from our listeners.
2: Yeah, and the, and the best way to find out everything that is Dave Schrader, just go to darknessradio.com. Everything's listed there from all of his radio shows to even the Holzer files. So, um yeah, but um, I'll let you go because I know you're busy today. But make
4: well, thank you.
5: <laughs> make sure. Thank
4: you're... you for the nepotism and allowing me to come on and. Uh, <laughs> hey, and we're share just some loaded time.
5: with nepotism at this show. I know. <laughs> lo- lo- <laughs> we're we're... all the family. We're
4: all the family. Keeping it in the family. So thank you and uh, and uh, thank you guys for your time and support. And keep watching the Holzer Files every Thursday on the Travel Channel between now and December. We'll be airing every Thursday night. Thank you, guys. Love you, honey.
2: I love you, too. we got to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back.
4: What
0: are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house.
8: Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home.
0: Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes.
6: Ah. Clock, clock, so that clock. I, maybe it's possessed. I don't think so. Ugh. I think it's you. It is me. <laughs> it's your bad energy, Cassie. Oh, you it's have.
2: Oh, you have to produce and host and do all this stuff. I'm not going to work for you. <laughs> you know. So,
5: but well, yeah, we could have hosted. Yeah. True. <laughs>
2: so, have any of you had any paranormal experiences?
5: Well, I don't want to. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, perhaps. I've had one. I've had maybe unexplained stuff as yeah. I, I moved one. into when I was in college. I moved into this um, very old house on Robert Street in Saint Paul, mm-hmm. right over the right over the bridge down there. And,
9: oh, um, you know, there's a restaurant down there that supposedly was haunted. Oh, really? Yep. It just closed like a couple of years ago. It was right when you come over the bridge. If you're heading towards West St. Paul on the right side of the road. Is
5: that the four-paw? Four no, four-paws no, is, four is up by Como. That's haunted, too. Yeah. Right, four-paws is up by Como. That's supposed uh, to No, four-paws
9: is in, uh, it's right in the old part of downtown St. Paul. which one am I thinking it's, of.
5: It, oh, Muffaletta or something. Like yeah, yeah Muffaletta's ah, up in San Anthony. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, well, anyway, so I lived there with a bunch of people. And there was all kinds of weird things that went on in that house. And now, see, I'm like, is it just because the house was really old, you know?
9: And spooky?
5: Yeah. It was like you'd come home. That come is interesting
9: home. because you never hear about a Starbucks being haunted.
5: Yeah. Right? yeah. Or a yeah, brand, like brand new build. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really. Unless it's built on a in, some sort of Indian mound or uh, burial ground or something. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, everybody goes to that. Like, if, if it's a new build and it gets haunted, it's automatically Indian burial ground. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. So, I
5: mean, we would ha- just have odd things like, um, you know, we, we kind of assign jobs to everybody. It's like, you water the plants, mm-hmm. you do the, you know, just uh, typical housekeeping things. And um, the plants would be so over-watered that there would just be water just swooling all over the floor. And it's like, did you water the plants today? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no and I, I mean it's a bunch of college kids who knows maybe they were drunk high who knows <laughs> <laughs> but it, that was weird and mm-hmm. then we would have the furnace on like you know 70 or something mm-hmm. and it was always it would not always but sometimes it would just all of a sudden just be freezing in that house mm-hmm. even though the furnace said it was 70 mm-hmm. on the thermostat and you know, and so of course everybody's like it's because it's haunted because yeah, well, you could
9: call Dave Schrader or Steve from Sabre Eating and Plumbing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well,
5: and we did own the house and we were also very young and he probably shouldn't have been renting to, you know, 17, 18-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, probably not a good idea. And i um, just some odd things would happen in that house and I just everybody thought of course because it was an old weird house that it was haunted, but I don't, yeah. I don't know for sure. And then when I was very young, Right after my grandfather died, I went to bed and I woke up. And this could just be the power of, you know, a 12 year old's mind. Um, I swear I saw my grandfather. Mm hmm. Probably my phone. Mom? Sorry. Somebody. I'll put it on the floor. Oh, it's my chair. And, your purse. and um, that could just be because, you know, you've got an over. You know, active imagination. You're young. It's your first time. Somebody died. You know, I I don't know. But did I'm it ha- happen right after his passing? Like the, No, like a couple of days afterwards.
2: That, but see, they say that's usually common, especially with family members. They they will make an appearance shortly after yeah, passing. Thomas seen
5: Toots a couple. He saw her right after. Like yeah. Soon after. And
2: sometimes it's just kind of their way of saying, "I'm okay," you know, or just "Hello, I'm
5: okay. Don't worry about me." You know, or to, the skeptic in me, wishful thinking, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, unfinished business, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, I have a hard time. It is hard. most everything was. I mean, those kinds of things I think could be explained by emotional distress. Mm-hmm. But you know, being pushed over by you know just the, standing there—that's yeah. that's a little bit.
2: And that's more the intense. clip that they've put yeah. out there on with the Holzer files. They've put out a clip of Dave getting hit. And um, yeah, that's, that's really creepy. hard for me that's to watch. That's creepy. It's yeah. hard, because I that's see my scary. husband get yeah. hit and, like, fall down. It's like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. I, it, that, to me, is more um, distressing than actually knowing that a ghost did it to him. But, you know.
5: Because we had a guest that we connected with from you that lived in that house that the entities were very violent. Yes. And that's really scary stuff. hmm Yeah. Yeah, you where your Casper getting... the Friendly Ghost would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I know.
6: Yeah,
2: Please. all I do is I tell if I have if if I feel like there's ghosts in my place, I say, well, whatever, you're living here rent free, so pull your weight, get some cleaning
5: done, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't leave so the fair.
2: lights on, right, and stuff like that. And and don't raid the fridge. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I've had quite a few paranormal experiences. Some are more profound than others, but like I've seen a shadow person at the Palmer House, and. I was doing this experiment called the psychomantium where you have a low level, it's like one light source, and it's just low level, so you stand in front of a mirror, or it's called like mirror scrying, and you just stand there, and you have a candle below you, and that's the only light source in the room, and you just you find a fixed point to look at, and you just kind of let your mind release and just kind of, take in the the quietness of the environment and just have the experience mm-hmm. because sometimes things happen. Some people have seen apparitions in the mirror. Um, sometimes people's face changes and stuff like that. Now, I saw my face change, but I think what it was was my eyes adjusting to dark and mm-hmm. the light source yeah. underneath me. Um, I've had two experiences doing that in two separate times. Um And this was all at the Palma House Hotel during one of Dave's Darkness Radio events. And I was the first experience I had, which was very odd, I was standing there and I could I could feel a presence to the left of me, behind my shoulder, like standing really close. I didn't feel it was evil, but I felt it was mischievous, like it was gonna, you know, play a prank or you know that your hair and run away. Yeah, type of thing. And I just I had that, you know, icky feeling about it and i just felt it getting closer and closer you know how like if you have your eyes closed and you can sense somebody's like right in your face Mm -hmm. that's what i felt and all of a sudden i'm standing there and i could feel something come up to my ear it was like this staticky uh, feeling in my on the left side of my face and ear and all of a sudden this thing whispered into my ear and normally you would expect it to say "get out" or something evil like that. It went, "You go, girl," and I'm like, "Wait a minute, did I just get the ghost of like RuPaul?" It, it sounded <laughs> like a guy, like a drag queen, like a guy trying to sound like a chick. It sounded mm-hmm. like a drag queen. And drag I was like, "Very specific."
6: I was I very, I was, that's how specific it was. I was. Love a drag queen. You're ghost. standing on my foot. I
2: know. <laughs> it just goes, "You go, girl," and I'm like wait a minute (laughs) did it just tell me you
6: go girl
2: i was waiting to hear a snap of a fingers or something but that was one experience and then a different time i was doing the same psychomantium experiment and i could hear um in the basement of the palmer house it's all like cement floor and you know how you kind of get dirt and gravel Mm -hmm. on cement you could hear somebody shuffling that kind of scratchy Mm -hmm. i started hearing that coming towards me on my right and i'm thinking please be a ghost please be a ghost i was worried like oh god is it a rat or something you know <laughs> i'm in the dark i don't Could want to have been
9: fu- blood from the slaughterhouse next door yeah. oh
2: god gross. and tissue
3: yeah, yeah. And, fat. And, and fat
2: but i didn't feel anything evil or anything like that and it just kind of kept getting closer and closer all of a sudden i felt a hand On the back, cradled the back of my head like a mom would hold her infant child's head, that gentle just Mm -hmm. kind of cradle, and it was very loving and light feeling. I didn't, I just let the experience happen. I didn't freak out. I just stood there, stared at the mirror, and took it all in, and then the hand, I could feel the hand pull away from my head, and then all of a sudden I saw a shadow person walk from one corner of the room to the next, and it just, and I just said, hello, and it just went away. That was my first shadow person experience, but it was a good one. It was mm-hmm. I it felt like it was a very loving presence. I didn't feel threatened at all or anything like that. Um so I don't know what that was about, and then I could smell like perfume all of a sudden. So I think it was a woman. Yeah. I don't know who. Um but uh that was that was a really profound experience for me. I I really take every experience I have, I try and you know, either write it down or, you know, log it somehow. Because I I find these um, experiences, like, I want to try and compare them to other ones that I have and see if there's a correlation. Because after my mom's passing two years ago, um, I've had some experiences with her. I haven't seen her or anything, but I have auditorily heard her in my ear. Wow. Which is very weird. And it just happened to me a couple weeks ago. And it's like, I feel like she's trying to reach out and tell me something, but I, because I've seen her, I've had dreams with her in it, and they're very vivid dreams where she's trying to tell me something, but I can't hear her. Mm. And it's very frustrating for yeah. me. Because I'm like, God, I just want to, because like shortly after she died, I, I was, this is when I was still living in my apartment, and I was just about to fall asleep, and all of a sudden, I heard her, like, yell, like, she's trying to get my attention, and... And I just, I was like, what the heck? And then a couple weeks ago it happened again, but she said my name. I could clearly hear her say my name. And so I don't know if I should go to a medium to see if there's something she's trying to reach out and tell it seems me. seems like you know plenty of them.
5: I so know, right? But the problem a... is
2: I know a lot of them, and they know a lot of background on uh, me. And, you know, I need somebody who is, you know, doesn't really know anything about me. And, you know, because I don't want the most of the ones that i know they're legit i mean they're really good mediums you know you have chip coffee from kindred spirits who's um a fantastic medium and um you know even brett butler is you know mm-hmm. brett butler from mm-hmm. grace under fire she is she has medium abilities oh, as well i didn't know that. yeah so um but so. yeah it, it, i think it's kind of cool and it, and people who want to inve- start investigating, just know what you're doing before you go ahead and just... Yeah. yeah. What what's dangerous, too, is a lot of these people go in these abandoned places, and they're not safe to be in, like physically not safe to be in, you know? Yeah. Some of these places, you find out there's asbestos falling from the ceiling oh, yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. So if, you're, if you want to start ghost hunting, your best bet is to find a group, a paranormal group sometimes they'll take people
5: no interest in ghost hunting because i'd be flipped out i it's like (laughs) i I I couldn't do it
6: i'd be like "Ah!" i'd love to i love like haunted stuff and ghost mm -hmm. stuff and all that but like the stuff around this time of year like the halloween like the soap factory thing where you know people are gonna jump out at you and all stuff i hate it Mm -hmm. like paranormal stuff i really like but people jumping out at me and trying to scare me i don't like because it's like it makes it worse knowing that they're coming. mhm yeah, that's it's how I feel. With paranormal stuff, it's like something could happen, something couldn't happen, it's, you never that's know. Like I, that's why I don't
5: like scary movies, because I know things are going to jump out. So I'm just it waiting for worse. something to yeah, jump like, out. So it makes a lot worse, because yeah. I'm anticipating
2: <laughs> Like when we do EVP sessions, that's electronic voice phenomena. That's where you don't hear anything with your physical ear, but these you know, voice recorders will pick up you know, voices that you can't hear, because the mics are so good, and, um, you know, I try and ask questions, because I can't imagine being a ghost in a haunted place for, I don't know, hundreds of years getting asked the same questions over and over again, what's your name, how many are
5: here? Are you upset? What are the winning lotto numbers?
2: <laughs> I try, I try and have a conversation with them as because you know if if you believe in spirits and stuff, they were real people, they were alive. So I try and treat them as such. Um, what you need, buddy? Oh, thank you. Um, but you know I try to treat them as if you know they're sitting right in front of me and I'm having a conversation, like you know. Hey, you know what did you do today, or what's your favorite thing to do while you're here, and stuff like that? But we should try and get like a Palmer House
6: weekend. That'd be fun. I would totally do that.
5: Oh, we love and the Palmer I House. Stuff, I could barely stand the presence of possible bed bugs. I have to keep the light on all night. Bed <laughs> bugs are way worse than
6: ghosts. <laughs> well, yeah. I would much rather take ghosts than bed bugs. Yeah, bed bugs. You practically have to burn your house so down. We have to get rid a minute left.
5: Do you want to share your you said you saw a ghost. I didn't see a ghost. I was Three. something about Andy
6: and I once were playing cards, and we pretended that Grandpa, who we had never met, died before. We both were Tom's born. Tom's dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We pretended that he was playing with us, and I said, Grandpa, it's your turn. And the cards, like, organized, flipped over. Oh, really? Does Andy yeah. remember this? I don't know. I think so. We were in the playhouse, and I, yeah, I, like, set out a thing for him. And I was actually playing by myself with him, and then Andy came, and I dealt him in, and then... Yeah, I remember saying, Grandpa, it's your turn, and then the cards. This is in Dayton? Yeah, in the playhouse in Dayton. What well, game were you playing? Crazy Eights. <laughs> that's very weird. Yeah. Super weird. Wow. So you were
2: playing with your grandpa, and yeah. then Andy came in, so then now you had three people playing,
6: basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and Dan's had a something, too. He's like, I never believed in ghosts growing up, never. Like, his family is not at all, like... Mm-hmm. S- they're no, his mom's religious, but they're not like spirit oh. spooky people. But yeah, and then he had this thing happen in college, and he's like, Now I 100% believe in ghosts for sure. <laughs> like, it's awesome. Yeah, right, we so. need to take a break.
0: Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. I love this song. It's a good
8: song. Catchy song.
0: Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, the day it finally happens, Alien Contact, Dinosaur Parks, Immortal Humans, and other possible phenomena, Mike Pearl, how are you? I am great. Thanks for having me on the show. It's great having you on, from a Vice Magazine columnist whose beat is the future your beats of that's pretty good have you? your beat is the future i like that
5: can't be wrong <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, <it's, laughs> it, nobody fun, yeah yeah you're <laughs> never wrong mike
1: <laughs>
3: think about
0: that that's, you're right yeah as long as i don't predict things too specifically i'm never wrong. right yeah so well yeah there you go so how did this all start the book i mean um well well
1: the the, the book is the book is fun to read i promise but it all started Um, when I was uh, doing some reporting that was um, where I was reporting my own fears, I was reporting the the scariest topics I could find for me in particular. And I kind of discovered that if I headed in the direction of whatever scared me most, and I investigated the facts, that um, even if the facts were really scary, I would come away less anxious, I have have an anxiety disorder. And uh, and so I kind of wanted to Kind of wanted to spread that around. It's not a self-help book, but I kind of wanted right. to spread it around because I think it's fun to read.
0: Because you have anxiety, uh, do you do you find facing your fears is by far the best way to tackle it?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the, the the best example from my past was I used to be terrified of uh, pit bulls, and then I investigated pit bull attacks, and I found I found out the things that are scary about them. But I, but a lot of things that I believed about pit bull attacks weren't true. Not a lot of people actually die from pit bull attacks. You can be injured, but you won't die. So as scary as it is to be attacked by a dog, when I learned a lot of when I learned more truth about it, I became a lot less scared. And now I you know I pet pit bulls all the time. So you know that 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 sort of thing worked for me. I don't know about anybody else, but it worked for me.
8: Now, do you like pit bulls?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're
8: really good dogs. I mean, I
1: wouldn't get one myself. They're a bit big for my house. But but. they
8: are really nice dogs, though, if you don't make them Oh, are they really? They really are. They're the sweetest dogs in the world.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, they are very
0: nice. They can be very nice. Mike, was there any specific incident in your life? Did you lose someone or did something happen to you that brought on the anxiety?
1: has uh, been with me ever since I was a it's been with me ever since I was a little kid actually. Uh it's just, I guess it was just kind of something I was born into. Oh, okay. As far as a, right. as far as an originating um an event for the the inspiration of the book, there was this um there was that terrible shooting in San Bernardino a few years ago yeah. and I was I reported on the scene when that was happening um and uh oh that was it was awful, you know, the the, the shootout the sort of military style shootout in the streets of of the, this city where I grew up you know um, and that, and that and so there's a there's a chapter in the book on the day that the U S bans guns which itself would actually be pretty scary yeah. but I mean that 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 kind of that kind of uh, event leading to another was was kind of what got me to the actual writing of the book
0: I think it's terrific to tell you the truth I uh, I have actually have a lot of anxiety myself. Um... It's not that easy to deal with people. I don't think really understand unless you have an anxiety disorder. What the deal? Matter of fact, I'm on I'm on medical THC because of it because of my anxiety.
1: Yeah, I mean i I'm on uh, I'm on non medical THC because of my anxiety. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> wait a minute,
0: where do you live, Mike? And I'll tell you if it's non medical. I live I live in uh, Southern California. Okay, so you're good. <laughs> you know, yeah. I
1: tried I tried it. It gave me more anxiety. No, you got to do it right. It can right. do that. It can definitely yeah. do that. Oh, God, yeah. I yes. mean, if you take it, maybe take it right before you go to sleep. Yep. And then uh, you wake up, you, you, your anxiety is reduced. You gave day me heart time. palpitations, and then
8: that gave me anxiety.
0: Yeah. No, I can oh. see that. <laughs> you
8: just can't win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I could see that. I like the fact that, Mike, that instead of running and hiding or just, you know, wringing your hands, you went out and said, Well, what is there to be afraid of? I think, what's the future hold? I think that's very, very smart that you did that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the future holds. Good and bad things. I think people mm-hmm. kind of look, a lot of people look at the news and depending on your depending on your, your, outlook, depending on your political perspective, I think a lot of people just look at the news right now and they think oh, it's just on. bad, it's bad, yep. it's bad, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And, you know, hu- history doesn't bear that out. Nope. The future is going to be a mix of good and bad, you know. So the book is about possibilities, good and bad. And, and, Wonderful. and, and to me, it's best to think about them, you know.
0: You know, and that's exactly why I approach life myself. What we try, I do a morning talk show as well as this show. And on both shows, I try to tell people, we do not all hate one another like the news and Hollywood and politicians want you to believe. We do not hate one another. Uh, I'm not saying you should go out and start hugging people in the street but what could go wrong i i just i really <laughs> wish people weren't i wish people couldn't make money off of our fear and anxiety that would be really nice if that couldn't oh me too time.
1: you know yeah i mean it's something that i keep coming back to in the book is i think every time somebody thinks about something we you know in the book there's a chapter on when we run out of antibiotics there's a chapter on um mm-hmm. again there's a chapter on the day that that guns are banned in the u.s the all of these various uh, nightmare scenarios, you know, a nuclear war, these kinds of things. And, um, and, and I think when, when people talk about them, they have a tendency to say, Oh, it's a few steps from chaos. And then we all turn on each other and then we all start murdering each other for for food and water. (laughs) And, uh, and I think that's an assumption. I think maybe that will happen in some places, but maybe there is it, is it impossible to imagine us cooperating? Is it impossible to imagine us loving each other? You know, it's, it's, I mean, of course, there will, there will always be war, but can there yeah. also be unity with it? You know, that I don't know, would be nice. I
8: don't know. I've been, I've had two situations where I've been in complete chaos. I was in both the Rodney King riots and I was in the Liberty oh, City wow. riots in Miami. And oh, the Rodney God. King riots, I was right there on Crenshaw. And I yeah. have to say, there was no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody united. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was, no, it sure. was
1: every man for himself. Oh and it was sure but i mean my my uh my my temple where i attend is is right there in in koreatown right there yeah, in the I... heart of the riot and and people ran into the people ran in worked together to go in there and get the Torah and protect it, you know? So there's good stories that come from it as well. There's cooperation, let's not forget. I didn't see much. Right I was actually getting <laughs> sure, gas. I didn't when, make the news.
8: I was getting gas on a motorcycle when the worst thing you could be on, well, when, it, when it all completely broke loose and everybody went crazy. At least
0: Football Williams didn't hit you in the head with a brick. Well, I had a helmet on. Well, that's good. <laughs> that was smart. That was really, really good. Um Do you think, Mike the day it finally happens alien contact you think they'll go when the aliens come down they'll go look let's talk to everybody except for mike and tom because they've just got all this anxiety so it'll just be a pain in the ass
1: <laughs> oh yeah I, I would i would love it if they if they uh, if they talked to me I, I i for me aliens is not something that i'm instinctively afraid of right. i would love it i think me it would either. be great to, to talk to them. Um, the the sad thing about the aliens though is that is that if they if they exist The odds are they're too far away for us to ever uh, say hello back. If we ever get that hello signal, it's probably coming from somewhere in distant, distant space that we can never reach.
3: Mm. And
1: that's sort of the sad thing. If we ever get that hello, it'll maybe be from an alien race that's already dead. That's the the depressing fact.
0: No, you're absolutely right. They probably no longer even exist. You're absolutely right about that. I will tell you, my lovely wife is here, and she about once a month goes... Is there like a reptile inside that human skin in you? What is the problem? So you know, it's I have my own alien contact in my own brain. Believe me, just the way it I'm,
1: is. I'm making it. It is as if I'm making alien contact right now. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you, right. you what,
8: if, if we did aliens did come and if it went negative and they came to attack the world, it would unite this world.
0: I would think so.
1: <laughs> it would definitely it would be a- sure i mean yeah that's uh not 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 to spoil in any detail but that's uh the the watchman tv show there's a there's a bit of that there's a bit of that conversation in 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 that uh in that new show um yeah i mean a lot of people a lot of people do have that that idea that that some kind of um a pandemic or or, or something like that right, something right. a zombie apocalypse you know in max brooks's world war z there there was a lot of sort of like well now it's us against the zombies um, sort sort of thing where like you know this is a, a, a sort of unity is is actually achieved through something like that. So yeah, I, I don't disagree. That is definitely one are, way of looking we at it. We are
8: due for a new plague coming too. A new what? A new plague. There has be a, a,
1: a, a new plague. Yeah, yeah I mean there's, we're a, whole, right there's, now. A, there's a whole. There's a whole section on uh, on plague in the book. I mean, I went in, I went to India to investigate right. how how plague is uh, how plague is dealt with for the book because that's you know something that's treated with antibiotics. An antibiotic resistant plague would be. Very, very scary. Yeah, oh, yeah. And if you go
8: back in the timescale, we're actually due right now for a massive
1: plague. Yeah, we
3: are. Yeah.
1: We are. We are. But, the, uh, you know, and, and as awful as that would be, the good news is that at least we know how plague is spread, unlike our, yeah. our, our yeah. ancestors. And, and even without drugs, that, that knowledge is extremely useful. Public health. It, public health is, is public health involves a lot more than just antibiotic drugs. And and, you know, we I'm not saying it would be I'm not saying it would be a, a fun time if the plague came to the U.S. Right. Uh, it, it is currently in places like Madagascar, where they currently are dealing with this God. like terrible ancient disease. Um, but it, it, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> I'll tell you, it wouldn't be good, but it wouldn't be the end of us. It wouldn't be the end of us. We, we would pull through.
0: No, it's true, and and as Mike already told me, that'll all happen in the Eastern Hemisphere anyway. So what the hell? <laughs> no, he didn't say that. I just made that up. It actually,
8: probably would yeah. start there.
0: It would. Oh, there's no question starting Eastern Hemisphere. There's no. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, taking. I, mean, I got to read this this paragraph because this is a great paragraph in the descriptor of your book. Taking inspiration from his uh, virally popular vice column. Uh, how Scared Should I Be, Mike Pearl, In the Day It Finally Happens, games uh, out many of the could-it-really-happen scenarios we've all speculated about, assigning a, a probability rating, taking us through how it would unfold. He explores what would likely occur in dozens of possible scenarios, among them the final failure of antibiotics. We just talked about that. The loss of the world's marine life, that is not good news. A complete ban on guns in the U.S. That's an interesting take, Mike, that you look at that as a, uh, as a bad thing. It uh, it would have its it would have its
1: ups and downs certainly. Yeah, it I mean would. uh, it wouldn't it would be it would be a very weird day uh, if if we started banning guns because on one hand um, on the one hand it's kind of politically unimaginable. Guns right. are guns are just too popular. People yes. love them. They're yes. the most they're arguably the most popular hobby in America. Uh, so a ban if, if our democracy remained in place and <clears throat> guns were banned, we would our attitudes towards them would have to be completely different. Uh, oh, yeah. for, for that to happen, um, so you know, just just imagining that America <laughs> is very strange, and of course, even then, there'd be people who wouldn't let them go. And if anybody's ever going to be able to wage civil war, it would be you know the gun fans. Yeah, I think that's uh, to so, le- you
8: know. be our least of our worries because I don't think it can happen in our lifetime. Yeah, probably
1: not. It probably couldn't. You're absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely right. Too but you know, ones. in the book, in the book, I in the book I talk about all these scenarios, not in terms. Of their probability but in terms of their plausibility right and a a gun ban may not be probable I'll give you that but it's plausible and and that's why I write about it
0: god Mike I have to read all your stuff now you just picked up a big fan climate 2050 predictions I love that Oh yeah,
1: those articles are there. Well, those, that's some of the scariest stuff I've written. I oh, bet. I want to ask you one thing. I
8: saw. I saw recently there was there was so many bugs in one swarm that it came up on radar that and it was like it was its own weather. No, that, it was ducks. No, this was bugs. The one was I read six hundred thousand ducks too. No, this was bugs. This was yeah. ladybugs something. Jesus, is it possible we could get like completely infested by bugs at one point?
1: Yeah, <laughs> because that would be so disgusting. So glad you asked. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Yes, absolutely. I mean, a, lot <laughs> of think, a lot of people think uh, bugs are bugs are all going to be gone because of climate change, and no, uh, no, no, no. It's going to be no. much more of a mixed bag than that. We're going to yes. see bigger bugs in in many cases. A lot of bugs are going to decline in their populations, and a lot of bugs are going to change elevation. Um, so you're going to so places where you're not accustomed to having a certain insect you're all of a sudden going to be swarmed with them because uh, the climate well, determined well, that, that they need that, to be at this temperature and not this. That
8: just happened uh, a couple months ago. Las Vegas got literally invaded by grasshoppers, the whole strip.
1: And they had a closed. Yeah, well, we're going to start seeing a lot more of that. that.
0: Oh, we're going to see more yep. of that, Mike, you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. It's going to happen. But, but the, 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 you know, insect population, wherever you live, that your your city, your city is actually an insect city. You know, the the insect population is the real
0: population yeah. of the place yeah. where you live, that yeah. gross and it's just yeah. going to
1: be bugs. Yeah, Can't so it's just it. going to
0: be in flux for the rest of our lives. Yeah, makes total sense. The day it finally happens, alien contact, dinosaur parks, immortal humans, and other possible phenomenon. The book is available everywhere. Mike Pearl, terrific guest. Thank you, sir. Thank you. This was really
1: fun. I that was a it. lot of fun.
0: Absolutely. All right. And don't have forget, Baruchita HaTah That's all I have to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Mike I'm Pearl. Yeah, that's the rather... bug thing freaks me out. Oh, man. it's terrifying. I, I, I never know. had that's So I moved tough. to
8: your guy's house, and when the box elder bugs come, that's enough to gross me out. Imagine billions of them. They're
5: all over Minnesota, box elder uh, well, bugs. I don't, I don't have them anymore. You,
8: you will you <laughs> you know what? I see a hundred of them every day dead on the ground because we'll. I got some stuff from North Dakota and it'll never come mm. to my house <laughs> well, if we'll you grow another break. arm we'll be right back a
0: couple <laughs> minutes with the family Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract there's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me and it's not just me And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, How does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects
7: and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business
0: gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Mm, Perfect? (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Ghostbusters. Not quite. No, not quite. This is zombie, what? isn't it? White Rob's zombie? Up. Rob Zombie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can totally He's, tell.
2: he's got the, the best apocalyptic music ever.
0: He makes the worst movies I've ever oh, well, seen. Oh, God. His he movies goes, are dreadful. He
2: goes over the top. He really yeah, does. They're yeah, they're really
0: bad. They're yeah, really over they're the top. They're really bad. Okay, I'm going to go around the table, and you tell me, if you owned this business, how you would feel about this. Okay, <laughs> you know those? Those I don't know. I, I don't even know if we have them in Minnesota anymore. But they're they're car washes that you pull your car in. There's a hose. You wash your own car. Do we still have any of those around here? A couple. Yeah. We do. Yeah.
5: yeah I think there's one out on Fifty Five.
0: There's a couple. colours. Oh, I, 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 I
5: think
8: so. I actually sometimes like them because you can spray. <laughs> your motor and get all the grease off it where nobody else would.
2: they do usually still oh. have those like for like bigger trucks like utility yeah right trucks. Well, no, That's you, what can, this no, you
8: can find them in, in kind of shady neighborhoods mm-hmm. this yeah. was
0: a uh, that one of the ones that Cassie was talking coin about. Up. coin op. yeah coin they're up. coin op. but a guy decided he was gonna wash his truck pulled his truck in there you're was gonna wash his truck and he had a bit a little little bit left uh, of the load in his truck and he decided well I may as well dump that out Get, uh, you know, get rid of the, uh, the rest of my load there and I clean the truck and everything's good. So he did, and he left. And guess what he dumped into the car wash's drain?
5: Oil? Concrete.
0: No. Concrete.
5: Oh, <laughs> no. What an a-hole.
0: Wet concrete. Uh, he poured it all right down the drain, and, of course, it hardened and destroyed actually, the business. That's, oh my God.
8: Actually Philly, <clears throat> that's actually a Philly thing, man. If you have a grievance with a restaurant or a bar... You sneak in a bag of concrete and you put it in the toilet. <laughs> a lot of people uh, in Philly, what is wrong that. with you people? What's that, wrong <laughs> with you people, L.A.? That's a Philly thing, man.
0: Philly's a that, concrete
8: though? town, man. A lot of, mas- lot of masonaries in con- yeah. that's it's all, a concrete. That's town. all mobby. This
5: guy yeah, the thought
0: concrete was a, business. A, yeah, no, he's being sued, by the way. That business is being sued. Because the guy said, I have no option. I, I oh, can't. absolutely. Insurance won't pay for it
5: why well, not see,
8: well, I don't the, know they you know, won't do it the reason why most of those car washes are gone because they passed the law you have to recycle the water for, oh yeah okay and, for car washes so the modern-day car washes is all recycled water I see so those old-school car washes your grandfather did and it's till you break down or you don't go you got a business and then so you, you, you have can't, con- can't concrete
0: in your drain <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got fold it out
8: yeah so if he has to close he's
0: Done. either the, the the truck driver was a moron or a complete a or did it on purpose yeah it was one yeah. or the other yeah, yeah. What did he's either know? an idiot or yeah. an a-hole one either of the
5: way three. he's an a-hole
0: yeah that's true either no way he's, an or he's, an he's, an he's really he's probably just really stupid yeah he's, probably just really oh, stupid
8: just just he should have gotten the radio <laughs> he probably just didn't realize
0: that concrete's gonna clog the drain how do you not know it's going <laughs> so to harden? You
2: had to have put like, a whole bag of concrete down there. like. Quick oh, this mix. was
0: wet concrete. It actually was already was wet concrete. Oh. So it just hardened right away. No. God. What a jerk.
6: I mean, how do these people get up and get dressed in the morning? I
0: don't know. Get time my, don't know. One
6: time my mother-in-law poured a bunch of dried potato flakes down her disposal.
0: Um, not a good disposal. idea. <laughs> Not a plan. And good then, like, plan. two
6: days later, they all... Bubbled potatoes up. came.
0: <laughs> Crawling and And were, like,
6: seeping out of... It. Out of- That's yeah, nice. it was really bad. Why not just put that in the garbage? I don't, I
5: don't
0: know. know. Right, she just- I, need, I need a guess from everybody. <laughs> like, don't you, ever and you do got to go with Pennsylvania, and then the rest of us will go with Minnesota. Um, what is the number one trick-or-treat candy in Pennsylvania? Oh, I... And they're all on here in so.
6: Pennsylvania.
0: And what? Well, no, you get you have to guess Hershey's. what the number one candy is I in would, Minnesota.
2: Hershey's, oh, in Pennsylvania.
0: Hershey's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pe- yeah mini, Hershey mini, Pennsylvania. The mini ones. The mini yeah. Hershey's? Okay, the okay. Hershey's. Okay, that's what we'll go with Pennsylvania. What do you got for Minnesota? Kit Kat. Yeah, probably Cuts. Kit Kat or Twix, one of those. Yeah, uh
2: I'll go with my favorite Reese's peanut butter. Cups. Or
0: Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls, Reese's peanut butter cups. You got what else did you say, Alex? Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Okay. It's no surprise that various regions around the United States have different preferences when it comes to Halloween candy. What is surprising is that the most popular seasonal confections in certain states are not typical. CBS News reports on a new interactive map by Candy.com. God, I wish I owned that website, Candy.com. That'd be a good website. Mm -hmm. Based on 12 years of data, sales of bulk candy that shows the number one candy nationwide for trick-or-treating is, this is nationwide now, Ish. I wouldn't eat this if you gave me the whole company. candy corn. Ugh. Even worse. Skittle. I, like I don't mind Skittles. Yeah, I'm not, a Skittles, fan, I'm not a Skittles fan. either.
6: In little bits. I can't like, sit and eat a whole All bag those Skittles. bright
5: colors just scare me. It's, it's like, what's in these like things? The scary yeah. colors, shardy. really, honey? Well, no, scar- it's scary. Like, scary No, it's no, like, ugh. A, just like it's scary not chemicals not, and sugar. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, come on, no not problem. Even. Nothing.
0: little chemical action, come on.
6: Fawn turns into a rage monster when she has red dyes.
0: Yeah. Skittles is the number one candy nationwide, but also in seven states it's the number one. Yep. just mind boggling. It's yeah. allergy
6: friendly because it's not oh. real food.
0: <laughs> there you <laughs> That's go. True. To no real surprise. No me, nuts. Reese's peanut butter cups is number two, oh,
6: which is surprising mind. with peanut butter. Yeah, with that. You days. just think that people wouldn't like. I try to avoid peanut products because. I
8: used to like Reese's. I don't like them anymore. No. Dan,
6: I still like them. Dan has had a Halloween. The crunchy ones okay.
2: It's weird though because like f- for me being gluten free, like the regular Reese's peanut butter cups are gluten free, but. The ones that are shaped like pumpkins or time, oh, like yeah. 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 they have the yeah. eggs. Mm-hmm. Those aren't gluten free because I, oh. I don't know if they have to add flour to make the shape Maybe. better or something. Yeah, like
6: thickener a little bit. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I'm waiting. Mean, I want to hear the next. One. Alex has got something to say here. You he want to say something? I don't remember. All right. <laughs> uh, so number one is Skittles. Number two, peanut butter cups. M and M's. Number three, M mm, and
8: peanuts are regular.
0: Eat just says M&Ms. I don't I know. Don't regular. Even the most often popular uh, polarized candy corn also ranks high in some states while others the top candy pick is decidedly more unusual. Okay, I'm going to the I've not seen the state by state yet. I'm bringing it up right now. Uh, oh, these are weird. Arizona hot tamales, Indiana hot tamales, Louisiana lemon heads. Oh,
8: that's all popular. They're popular though. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's um, lemonheads are very popular those have days. been around forever really yeah. Mm. oh yeah
0: very popular in those states montana mm. double bubble gum
2: Ew, Interesting. that's like bubble only good gum. for 10 seconds <laughs>
0: now, Bra- yeah. this one surprises me nebraska's saltwater taffy that's no, it's
8: big in Jersey too
3: yeah.
0: It is big in Jersey, yeah. yeah New York's Hot Tamales, Oklahoma's Double Bubble Gum Again, Virginia's Hot Tamales wow. Washington's Saltwater Taffy Wyoming's Saltwater Taffy What? Yeah, so, Jesus Taffy? Yeah. Taffy Who eats Taffy? A lot of people Okay, it. I okay, like Taffy I, in Jersey. I mean,
6: I'd eat it if you gave it to me But I'm not gonna like it just Where's the a, Taffy? Like a
3: oh, Halloween candy One of the oldest
8: candies in the world
6: well, yeah, it doesn't mean it it's is. good. It's actually not bad. If you well, get it's not bad, but it's not good. If you go to like a candy store that has that good makes it, taffy, well, is. like it's good. the the it state is. fair, not they have really taffy. good saltwater taffy. They make it, and yeah, you can. Wa- I can watch that stretching thing <laughs> for like hours.
0: Here you go, Statistic. Pennsylvania. Hershey's mini bars. Hey,
6: Hershey. yeah, we got you know,
0: that one Hershey's makes. mini bars, yeah, baby. That be. Number two, hey. Skittle. Number three, M and M's. In Pennsylvania, okay. Minnesota's boring. I'll tell you
8: what, the Hershey what
2: PA. What is it, Biddle Honey?
0: <laughs> Hershey pa
8: weird, weird, I weird, weird people in
0: it. I bet it does. Yeah. Okay, in Minnesota, number three is candy corn. Ugh. If anybody gave me candy corn, I'd throw it back at them. I,
6: I like candy corn a lot. I just
2: posted a meme. It says, "If you eat candy corn, I assume you eat candles and crayons." That's it <laughs> same taste. I chocolate candy corn. I love candy corn.
5: Chocolate candy corn is candy corn. Candy corn. Yep. The candy corn's okay. The
0: uh, then you got number two in Minnesota is Tootsie Pops.
6: Oh,
5: the is yeah. it, your
0: grandma? <laughs> buys yeah, <them>?
6: that's <laughs> really. I don't even know where you would find that. You
10: can
0: find them. Yeah.
6: You just where?
10: No one under the age of seventy buys them anymore. Really
0: number one in minnesota is skittles
10: are you
8: serious Mm. i know
0: how lame is that skittles
8: who eats skittles man
0: yeah not me uh california skittles
8: so, you, know, you should they, move to Oregon.
0: Peter, peanut Butter Cups in Oregon.
8: Mm-hmm. They just put an age limit on trick or treating in a couple of towns in Minnesota.
6: An age, age limit? limit?
8: Yeah, you have to be high under, end under fourteen or under. 12 well, I could
0: see that though. Wow. Yeah, who goes trick
5: or treating
6: after fourteen? Somebody posted on my like I community page and it was like, "What's there. the age limit of trick or treaters in this area?" And we're like nothing
8: there is laws though but they i think it's dumb i think you should be able to go over 80. yeah as long as you're wearing a costume why yeah. not yeah you're who cares in better
6: than Doing meth in the streets.
8: Yeah. Catherine, <laughs> why, why is your age
0: limit? Yes, dear. No matter where we go, we're screwed. Minnesota Skittles, Florida Skittles.
6: <sighs> Just Skittles. Every... Well, Don't Sk- trick or treat. Taste the rainbow, baby. Florida
0: Skittles
8: with, with crack or meth in it. Yeah. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a possibility. I like
6: Starburst.
0: Starburst. Actually, Starburst, is good.
2: a couple of them. Yeah. The red ones. Yeah. I like the lemon ones. Oh,
8: I hate anything lemon, i so.
0: God, it's so mm. weird. Here's the five-state area. North Dakota, candy corn. South Dakota Starburst, Iowa Candy Corn, Wisconsin Starburst.
5: Okay, now are those the most popular to give out, or that people want?
0: It's when they want. It's what they want. What apparently. they want. Oh, okay. So we got one Skittles in Minnesota. You got two Iowa, Iowa and North Dakota is Candy Corn. South Dakota and Wisconsin is Starburst. Hmm. So very high sugar, not very good candy. I
3: very, know. very like artificial flavor. I want chocolate.
8: Yeah, like real
0: chocolate. Chocolate's yeah. Good, yeah. Man. Chocolate well, you know, what? Really Alabama's did. number one with Hershey Mini Bars. Yeah.
8: Hershey Mini Bars are
0: good. I always like, what are, are those
5: good. little tiny things that are in the wrapper? They're like little... Any? Smarties? Small, smarties. I always like smarties. the white Smarties.
2: They all tasted the same, but
5: the white
6: ones. For some reason, the white Smarties. Racist. is that made by Necco? Racist. Racist. Yeah. Horribly racist. They melted better in your mouth. Than the other Do colors. you also like those weird dots that you eat off the paper? Oh, yes. No, I oh, loved I those, when, like kid, those.
0: those. I when I was a kid.
5: Though I was a kid, I, I loved, did, loved I those. They're oh, yeah. no. oh,
6: so oh, weird, yeah. and you'd There's get pa- sugar. and you'd get paper in yeah. your mouth yeah. to no, <laughs> pick it off. It's not like <laughs> to get the big
5: straws for like the sugar. oh yeah, oh pixie
6: sticks. Now I'm thinking of nostalgic candy like those andy and i used to have those they're wax soda pop bottles and you bit off the top and then you squeeze which is just weird wax lips that used to kind of be gum yeah but they were like waxy gum (laughs) yes we
8: had a (laughs) confectioner shop a candy shop literally a couple blocks from our house my whole childhood oh and uh it was an old school candy store like with the glass jars and they used i want 10 of those and five of those and everything was a penny a piece
0: oh
2: If you want, to, the if you want to find that old school candy, I believe they're closed. Well, they might still be open for the, through the Halloween season. But the largest candy store in yeah. the world in Belle Plain yeah. or Jordan, area. Oh, yeah, Jordan yeah. yeah, you can find that old school candy. I used Good. to like those Necco wafers. And oh then, yeah, and then Necco I love bottle caps. It's weird. Nothing it was,
6: is weird. But you don't like
0: anything with flavor? Candy no.
6: cigarettes, my bottle favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Those were
6: awesome. They're still, they're still exactly. What were those little you know, soda candy,
5: cap oh, ones? Yeah, bottle
6: caps. The root
8: beer ones. The root yeah. Beer, oh, beer. Beer. oh, yeah, the
6: root beer, yeah. Those were
0: <laughs> bottle caps. It's not there anymore, but there was a, uh, a dairy store on Penn Avenue North, and about... Twenty seventh, something like twenty eighth,
8: maybe. Well, there's anything there
0: anymore? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> crime. There's a lot of crime there on that lot. But I got in an argument with the teenage uh, checkout guy at the the dairy store. We're not shocked. Because I told him I wanted some like uh, some likemade,
4: and he goes, "It's
0: Lyca-made. Lyca I said, uh, "No, it's not. It's L-I-K. That would be pronounced like, not lick." And he got mad at me. <laughs> but it was Lyca-made, apparently. Was that
6: like that? Was like oh,
0: the fun dip. The fun dip. Yeah. Um, I asked
8: this
6: question. Fun dip. This, no. I used to love fun dip. I okay. asked this question this morning.
8: So when you grew up, or whoever in, in your life, that's in the morning, did somebody say up and Adam, up and at it, or up and Adam?
6: Up and Adam, like the name, or up and yeah. Adam.
8: Like, like what? Mm-hmm. My mom always said, and she, my mom, posted, commented that I always said up and Adam.
6: My
5: dad said, get your ass out up of bed, you lazy.
8: <laughs> so
5: you're worth worthless.
8: It. I figured out by this post that it was totally regional. Worthless. The Northeast says up and at them. Around here, they say up and at it. Up they and at it? You yeah. never heard I've always it. heard, up, yeah. and heard Adam. up and at them. And and then up and at, at, at them. Yeah. yeah. Up yeah. and at them. Mm.
5: Mm. Them. Up and at them. Ooh, them. It's, them. It's,
0: I
8: think it's generational and regional. I Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably.
5: Now this is making me think of all these candies. Remember Razzles? Yes.
0: Yeah, Razzles. Yeah, everything's
8: still in, terrible in business, but nothing terrible. Was, nothing's
10: gone. Yeah.
6: Terrible.
8: They're all still around. Yeah, just. Are no, they? I don't yeah. know
10: how some of these candies make money. I know. No it's one like Nobody buys eats them. them. Well, we it's we brought. I guess. Yeah,
0: that's um, true. We brought
5: uh, candies home from Nashville.
0: Yeah, it's goo uh, yeah,
5: goo clusters.
0: Goo Goo clusters are phenomenal, moon baby. Moon pies. And moon pies. Yeah.
5: Are they? Yeah. Are they made in Nashville?
0: Yeah. Moon pies aren't
5: because they seem it seemed like that was like something that was all over the place yeah
8: moon pies all oh. right
0: uh we're only got about 45 seconds and i don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this story but this uh greta thunberg yeah she's oh yeah Greenberg,
8: she's getting destroyed
0: she literally <laughs> uh, they better watch the, what that kid's not going to live very long oh no they she's getting leave her. destroyed like, worldwide
8: worldwide every country. thunberg
0: rejects fifty-two thousand dollar prize for climate uh, climate prize and then wow. blasts the Nordic people for bragging oh my god those would be your home country folks there <laughs> I don't know if I do well, that well if but you you've
10: f- seen her parents she's being manipulated she is oh, absolutely she's, she's a pawn she has extremist sociopath parents and she's being used by them she
0: is going to end up dead if they don't knock First. it off and I don't mean killed she is literally going
8: how she's taking all the abuse
0: she's yeah I know she's it's terrible hammered man a 16-year-old kid shouldn't have to go through. Well, her parents should have never done this to her. No. I think they should be charged with child abuse. I agree. They should be charged with child abuse. She's getting she's getting more severe in her beliefs at 16. Well, your brain's not even close to fully formed yet. So thanks a lot for that, Mom and Dad. But we got to take a break. We'll be right back. But I, I feel really bad for her. Greta Thunberg, I feel sorry for her because she's got a tough road to hoe in the future, man. Not good. We'll be right back. Another great special guest up next with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Start the new year looking great and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with help from my friends at Ultimate, powered by Nutrimost. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, you'll receive 20 to 30% off all programs with Ultimate's New Year's Resolution Sale. Do what I did and let Dan and Neil Sheehy and the staff at Ultimate help you change your relationship with food forever. With the help of Ultimate, I lost 41 pounds and another 42 pounds in each of my two 40-day programs. Debbie P. from Manoka lost 31 pounds in 43 days. Cheryl S. of Webster lost 36 pounds in 43 days. And Ron D. from Lakeville lost 57 pounds in just 43 days. Live your healthiest life starting today schedule an immediate consultation and receive 20 to 30% off all programs for a limited time call ultimate powered by nutrimost 763-333-7337
11: 763-333-7337
0: oh i get it while you're playing this i get it now Wade Meadows, our special guest, Black Cats, Broken Mirrors, Origins of Superstition. Morning, Wade. How are you? Or I guess good afternoon, Wade. Depends on where you are. Great.
11: How are you? That's right.
0: (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you, sir? I'm doing extremely well. I love this. I'm a huge Halloween fan anyway. So when you start talking about, I'm not a superstitious person, which is, I guess in a way weird because I I did grow up Roman Catholic and went to Catholic school for well, that's nine years, and that's like you know that's they're full of superstition. But I am not a superstitious person at all. I don't know why that is.
5: For some reason, the umbrella thing, the opening umbrella yeah. indoors. I always think you it's like I am, I, I'm always like I know I open I'm an sure umbrella so, indoors. And breaking break a mirror, yeah,
8: breaking a mirror.
5: What is that? All? Yeah, yeah breaking a mirror.
8: You're not
3: supposed to do well, that either. Uh,
11: and a lot and a lot of it uh, is just in our bring up. Bringing up, you know what I mean, and what we've learned from our family, or mm-hmm. something like that. Like Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Um, it's it began actually uh, at the uh, Last Supper with Christ. Uh, they believe thirteen was Judas, oh. and they believe Christ died on the cross, and oh. so that's how Friday the thirteenth began. And oh. um, and and I was born on Friday the thirteenth.
0: Really, <gasps> Wade, get off mm-hmm. my phone. <laughs> <laughs> There's
11: a lot of weird superstitions. That that, that that was the worst thing ever because my mom literally looked at my father and said that I would be a uh, failure in my life.
0: Oh, I my oh no! Oh, nice. No. So how are things going, Wade? Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> mom. Go,
11: going well now, but uh, no, she taught me that all my life that, oh. I, was, uh, that I was ugly and that I would uh,
8: not. Too well because I was born on Friday the 13th. So, is that, is that, very has Friday the 13th been around a long time, like the knowing of it?
3: Mm-hmm.
8: Like that it's a bad luck day? Has mm-hmm. that been around for a long time? Christ, I guess.
3: Really? Christ, I
8: guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, I thought it was modern. No. No. It's been
2: around for no. eons.
0: God. Yeah. yeah. I got, Wait, uh, uh, one time going to Catholic school, I got yelled at big time by my third grade teacher, Sister Myrtle because I passed along a joke I heard, and I still to this day, and I'm not a very religious guy, but I'm not anti-religion either. It's just kind of part of life. A guy had a great joke, and I told somebody else, and the nun overheard me. It's like, what did Jesus say to Peter from hanging from the cross? Hey, Peter, I can see your house from up here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's a good joke. That's a good joke. Come
0: on. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. She did not think that was funny at all, Mr. Bell. No, you don't that's, mess with Peter. That's a pretty good joke. <laughs> it's a great joke, isn't it? It is not it I can see your house No, I'm of
8: this. Maybe change it. Oh. I can see Russia from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe.
0: yeah. exactly. Sorry, Wade. Go ahead,
11: mm-hmm. sir. Oh, uh, I found it interesting, too, that different countries have different things because Greece, their so-called Friday the 13th is actually Tuesday the 13th.
3: Well,
8: they're Greek. Yeah. <laughs> and for, for for Italy for Italy it's Thursday the seventeenth. Yeah, 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 that yeah, is uh, yeah. bad luck. Why? Yeah. Why? It's just the way their their time frame's different. Just even uh even in Canada. Canada's biggest holidays, Boxing Day. It has nothing to do with boxing. No. It's, bo- yeah. it's Boxing. Get, uh, it's Christmas boxing. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. not even around Christmas. No, it is the day after Christmas. It, yeah, but it's not Christmas. Yeah.
11: And, no, it's
3: not Christmas though.
11: And on Friday the 13th, uh, we, the United States, lose between $700 and $800 million because of people scared to spend money or coming out of the house. Wow.
3: What?
8: <laughs> what? what? People do not so, stay home because actually, it's Friday actually, the 13th. Actually, I hate to say it, but I do. You of do? Of course you yeah. do. Well, that makes <laughs> sense. I didn't know that. I do. If, if, it's something, like, if something big is going on, I say, nah, I think I'm going to stay home. I'll go outside. And they said they said that's the best,
11: to the best
0: time inn. to fly. Oh, really? because there's nobody on airplanes, she I suppose. Bites. <laughs> right,
11: because they're because they're scared to fly. Yep.
0: Yeah. What, so, what about thirteen? Is because this is a religious deal? Is that why thirteen scary to them? Well, the thirteen is the thirteen
8: apostles and Judas. Yeah, yeah, so What's that? got just, to
0: do with you flying? I don't get the connection.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no, no, they just that's just bad luck from that's the United ridiculous. States. It has nothing
11: to do with.
8: There's a yeah. lot of them I don't get, especially in the like Tom said earlier. We were, we were both raised growing Catholic, and they have a lot of them. Like, spilling oh. salt, oh, you gotta oh, throw yeah. salt behind your shoulder, over your shoulder, or, you, or putting a my, my grandmother would have a heart attack if you put your hat on a bed. If you set your hat on a bed, it was like t- t- the world was ending. What? I've yeah. never even heard of that. Did one. I tell it Wade my worst thing that I did thing. at
0: Catholic school. Yep, Mr. Now the open. Go ahead, yeah. sir. No, go ahead, sir.
11: Oh, uh, uh, open uh, umbrella! Yeah, yes. that came about because of a woman. She opened her umbrella in, in the house, and when she did, the whole house caught. Oh my god!
3: Wow. That's
11: not so, good. So they connected it with that. And <laughs> what? Then, then someone else visited a king, and they opened the umbrella in the castle, and uh, within months he died. And so they blame it on the umbrella.
0: Damn umbrella! Well, you would think with
5: the it's first lady, it might have been lucky that she had an umbrella up. while her house collapsed. Yeah, that's true.
0: Didn't get hit in the nog.
5: <laughs> might have saved <laughs> deflected debris. Yeah.
0: I love it, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. We're talking away And then to they
11: know. have a, they have the uh, you know you pick up a penny and you have luck. Right. That's, that's nasty, actually man. Actually, began with. They used to come. Uh, it, it became. Sorry, it started with uh, see a pin pick it up and all day long you will have good
8: luck mm-hmm. okay and somehow someone changed it to a penny yeah oh. nancy sees a penny she touches it to her nose and puts it in her pocket and that's good luck for her for the
3: oh.
5: day mm. yeah i pick she, up pennies she's yeah. like a freak about it like she every time touches it to her nose yep that's a north right. dakota thing it's a north dakota, <laughs> thing. <laughs> north dakota thing yeah it's very
0: very true absolutely now like
11: you said the the broken mirror, that came out of, uh, um, they believe that pieces of your soul is in the mirror. Oh, and uh, yeah. so yep. So they tell you seven years bad luck because they feel that that's a long enough period that people would be a lot more cautious around the mirror and not break.
0: I could see that. And I, and I do know that Native Americans, certain tribes back in the day, did not want their picture taken because they thought it would steal their soul. Mm-hmm. I do remember. Oh, no, that. Right. The, they still do that. Oh, they do they still do it? Are kidding me? Oh, okay. do
8: try to take a picture in Marrakesh. Oh, really? S- see, what ha- see what happens to you. Not good, huh? No. And <laughs> I'm talking, I was Is there this year. Is it soul
0: stealing? You, 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 they
8: will stop their car and come after
0: you. Wade, why do you think some people do believe this stuff and others just don't? Because I'm not superstitious in the least, even though I grew up around a lot of My mother was superstitious as hell but i never i never yeah. fell for it i don't know why that is
11: so, so was mine and i guess again i think it's the upbringing or you know where you are and teasing in school i mean some of this came, yeah. came from that like Stepping on the crack, you'll break your mother's back. I, I mean, totally I believe you. I went through that in school, and I stamped on those
8: cra-
10: <gasps> cracks. Yeah, <I> yeah. <laughs> Way! I always
4: get there. Mother
10: hater. Laughing.
0: <laughs> I don't
8: Wait. know. Where, I don't know where I got my my biggest superstition. I always have to come, go out or go in out the same door I came in. Like if I leave my house and I walk out my front door, I can't go in we have multiple doors to go in. I have to go back in the same door. It's a superstition that I've had my whole life. Or is it O C D no? It's a superstition. (laughs) You gotta go out the same
10: door you came in.
3: Mm
8: -hmm. Have
10: you ever heard that? The line between O C D and superstition is Pretty blurry at times.
0: Yeah, I suppose that's true. I suppose that is true.
10: I mean, OCD people, you know, you have to flip a light switch three times or else something like, bad will happen. How is that any different right. than. Walking
8: under ladders, exactly. and those cables that come off a telephone pole? Nope. I won't walk underneath one of those. I no.
11: have to. I have well, to the reason on it? The reason for walking under ladders is they can, uh, believe they came from the Trinity of the church. Uh, and if yeah. you walk under the ladder, under the ladder, you are breaking the. Uh,
8: the sign Wait, what so I, that's that's one thing I will I don't do
11: the symbol yeah. the symbol yeah but you, know, you the
8: don't want ladders right no it's like a ladder against the wall
5: <clears throat> isn't that still just and I
11: trine? thought I, I thought saying God bless you was interesting too because people believe they believe that when you sneeze you're releasing uh evil spirits so when you say God bless yeah. you and you follow it up with making the sign of the cross for good measure
6: mm-hmm. oh okay i'm going to start doing that every time someone sneezes now and then you got to do the latin part yeah
0: so the bad
2: spirits don't come back in you exactly
0: who thinks they have bad spirits in them in the first place i don't really understand that either pretty much all catholics i don't
8: a lot of people do think they have a demonic (laughs) side i don't think well medieval medicine
0: was mostly about getting demons out out of of your stomach or out of your lungs oh yeah they used to do bleeding you like. oh, just remind me of very I have a friend that's he's no longer with us, but he, he was a psychiatrist and he was telling me the sad story. Obviously, he didn't tell me too much to reveal anybody's identity, but he had a patient that was absolutely convinced that when he did bad things that a snake that lived in his stomach came up his throat and into his brain and made him do bad things. Uh, it's called schizophrenia. As, yep. Yeah, that would be called schizophrenia, it's called being that's right. Dead. How wow. would you like to go through life with that in no, your head? Oh thank you. Oh, God, it's got to be horrible. <laughs> or
11: in your stomach.
0: <laughs> or in your stomach, for that matter.
8: Drugs can make you think stuff, stuff like that, too. Oh, God, yes, Well, yeah, horrible. totally. If you're on heavy drugs, you start thinking about weird shit. Yeah. I, n- I never knew bird dro- droppings on
11: your head or body was considered good luck. Yeah, oh, I I've heard that before. So really? Yeah. I don't luck. need that good luck. Sa- sailors, <laughs> yeah. if they see, uh, sailors, if they see it on their vessel,
8: they banned anybody from cleaning it up. Yeah, because you're close to land.
0: That's gross. Uh, oh, I see what so you're saying. So it's good luck. Like washing sense. it off yeah.
5: would not change your position. Yeah, that's no, true. It's
0: just good luck. Okay. Well, that's the, whole <laughs> pro- that's the whole problem with all of it. Wade, could I re-reference just one second? Because it has been it's going to bother oh, me sure. all day if I don't ask you this. Why did your mother treat you like that? <laughs> what the hell oh. was, what was the problem, Wade? No, I was I was
11: raised that way. I mean, my sister and I kind of grew up together, and she lost her eye from a uh, switch hitting her in the eye, oh, and so they had to cool. put a false eye at five years old in her. Oh. And anytime it leaked or anything was wrong, her uh, mom would yell at her and whip her. For not paying attention to her eye. Oh, oh, Wade!
0: Uh, so, what,
11: are you go so over we, there for Mother's Day, word, Wade? Where'd, where'd, where'd you grow yeah. up at? Uh, Indiana. Yeah, right, in the, right in the heart. Indiana. And, uh, and, and um, yeah, we were either switched by, of course, the branch, a belt sure, or a sure. uh, uh, hanger. Hanger. Wow.
0: Mm. Did she make you go get the switch? Because I knew parents that did yes. that to their kids. Yes. You go get it oh. so I can beat you. Oh,
5: I'd come in with the right. littlest, tiniest, little wispy thing. A little wispy wouldn't
0: do it. Yeah. It's, now, when that, she gets
11: right.
5: really mad at me,
11: she always would get the rose thorn and oh. she would take the flower off, of course. Oh,
0: my God. Wow. How oh. did you ever make oh. it? So, when did you kill her? Oh. <laughs> For real? Ah. <laughs> well, honest okay. to God.
11: You would be amazed. Through my life, I actually took care of her because the reason, I guess You're God protected guy. me because I did not remember at the time my pa- uh, my past.
0: Oh, you didn't. Uh, took a while for no. it to come out, huh? Uh, right,
11: when? and actually, I remembered everything on the day I seen her die.
0: Wade, really? you, honest <laughs> to God, seem like the nicest man in the
11: world. <laughs> it's so weird. Do you still live? You know? Do you still live then, there? Excuse me. No, okay. I'm in North. Yeah, I'm in North Carolina, and. Um, we had a house fire, and when we had the house fire, my sister was seventeen, and the year before, uh, she became a Christian, and that was the only person in our house that uh, was like that. Anyhow, um, and she died in the house fire.
0: Wow. Your and sister uh,
11: did with a glass eye.
0: Yes, with a glass eye. Uh, yes. Oh, what was her first name? What was her first name, Wade? Teresa. Oh, that I'm sad about Teresa. I know. Way to go, Wade. <laughs> where,
8: where, where, where are you in North Carolina? Right outside of Charlotte. Okay. Ooh, beautiful Very nice. part of yes. North, Carolina. I, North Carolina. I'm a big fan of North Carolina. I was just it's in North, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I love it there. True.
0: By the way, Wade, oh, whenever yeah. any, anybody's asked where they're from and they say North, it never finishes with Dakota. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know. Right? Yeah.
10: Unless you're in Minnesota. <laughs> unless you're in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, unless unless you're Melissa's Minnesota. Melissa's aunt and grandma. <laughs> yeah, they both live in North Dakota. Dakota. You only... know what?
8: North Dakota is the most cult, yep. the cult state of ever. Oh, everyone God, knows yes. everyone. Oh, yeah.
10: All 12 people know each other. I love it. the
11: letters from the ashes came because after the funeral and probably a week later, I walked through the house. Everything was destroyed, but she was given a lot of Bibles the Christmas prior. And that was on her dresser and they weren't touched. And then I went forward and I found a um, hope chest that she had. And when I opened the hope chest, there was a letter written to each member of the family. And each each envelope had a prayer to God that we would know God like she did.
3: Oh, I that's guess, nice. I guess
11: that's how she did uh, her praying, I guess. but uh, And that's how I got
0: letters from the ashes because that's where I found them. Ashes Forged in the Manhood, another book by Wade Meadows. Wait. This sounds really weird, but can we book you again to talk to you about Letters from the Ashes and Ashes Forged into Manhood? I want to hear more. Here's why I want to interview you about this, Wade, because you were treated like dirt, and instead of turning on your mother, you took care of her. That's the kind of human being I (laughs) want to know. That's true.
8: Well, no, remember, he, he, he didn't remember anything until the day she died. Oh, he, he <laughs> threw you true. under the bus, buddy. That's terrible. He, he just drew her yeah. in the
0: gutter. <laughs> God, oh. Unbelievable.
8: I, I take donations. Uh,
0: no, I'm. <laughs> there you go. Wade Meadows, thank you so much. I, I definitely want to book you again to talk about this because I love the way you handled your life. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah I'll
2: hysteria. reach out. I'll reach out Absolutely. to him and get him rebooked for we'll the We'll
0: get We'll get. We'll be talking all about your mother. That's great. I like it, man. Thank you, sir. Okay, take care. Have a great day. Wade Meadows, ladies and gentlemen. The book's called Letters from the Ashes, and the second book is called Ashes Forged into Manhood. Anybody that responds by, you treated me like dirt, but I'm going to take care of you anyway, is my kind of person.
8: I guess it goes to show you, no matter how bad you think your life is. Yep. Somebody's worse. Somebody had it way worse than you. No doubt about that,
0: man. (laughs) Amen. My mother never told me that I was homely and worthless, and I was, what was it, burn in hell or go die young? What was he going to do? never be a failure. You're going to be a failure your
5: whole life. Yeah, everything he attempted would end in failure. What
0: a a story that is. Unbelievable. It's
5: because he was born on Friday the
0: 13th. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.